brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hello, it's that time again. And we're going to travel around the world today. Make sure that your medication is fully engaged. (laughs) Does around the world still mean what I think it means? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Wow. Let's see. Do we need to re-record this pre- the the preamble to this show? And it hmm. still costs twenty dollars wow. the same as in town. I can almost a little hear, over one minute in, and here we are. Here are the public radio stations shutting us off one by one right before you said that. Came it's it's on the box, man. <laughs> it is on the box. Um, welcome everyone. This is a sud segment. In case you were wondering, hmm. where it's the epitome of average. Uh, yeah. Idiot. It's a place where good beer meets bad radio and questionable. Goes around the world, has a baby, and it's a podcast. It's a podcast, yes. Um, I am good old gal Juliana, and today at the table with me is our good old boy Dave. Well, so long as we've got some time to kill, I think I'll have a beer. (laughs) okay and that was good old boy dave folks good old boy caperton hello hello good old boy matt it's dank it is dank in here um and good old boy mike this is good old boy mike in caperton it is not around the world this is across across the world world. (laughs) yes right i know where you i know where you were (laughs) so i did take it into the tanker Twelve pack of beer, right yeah. into the gutter. I like that. Right yeah. into the gutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we knew exactly where you were going. Okay, sorry. Yeah, my so- apologies. <laughs> and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have discussed some collaborative beers on uh, previous episodes. We've even done the beer camp series. Um, over the years, and today is no exception. This one is just a little different in the sense that it is across the world as opposed to across the East Coast to West Coast. So, more about that now. Good boy, cool. Dave. What? You're up. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Me. Apparently. Oh. So, guess what? Sadly, none of them are in our city, <laughs> but they'll be in Portland, Maine, San Francisco, Chicago. Which- <laughs> pause for the cause yes pause for the cause yes we actually had a plan there i know I and uh we're out. gonna go back and uh they actually have an eight city festival tour and matt was gonna tell us about uh, where those are so awesome sorry hit it yeah, matt here we go all right sadly none of, the, none of those are in our city but they'll be in portland maine san francisco chicago austin seattle philadelphia long beach california and raleigh north carolina mm. we made that look easy yeah <laughs> It's a show with beer, people. Please lower your expectations in advance. We should start drinking the beer after the show. Really? <laughs> that would make this no fun then. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Have you ever heard me without beer? It's not pretty. Sorry. It's my fault. It's okay. All those things that say, Juliana, that's you. Yeah. It's, it's semi-scripted, folks. <laughs> semi-scripted. Yeah, the word semi is definitely. Except when it's not. Okay. Yeah. Read the words. Okay. Good old boy, Dave. Take over for me. Okay. So uh, we've discussed collaborations on several episodes, and we'll talk about them more today. But I think it's time to get to the tasting. So here are the beers we are going to try today. Atlantic-style vintage ale which is an English style brewed with plums. From oh, I'm so looking forward to that beer. Oh, God, here he goes, getting all that British again. Pip, pip. Uh, from Fuller's Brewery. Come on, kids, let's build the campfire. Camp Out Porter, brewed with vanilla and honey from Garage Project. 
dry hopped barley wine style ale from Avery Brewing Company. It sounded like a good idea. Hoppy Belgian style golden ale brewed with lemon peel from Duval Mortgat. And the Germans have done something very weird. Dry hopped Berliner Weiss style. Wait. Ber, dry hopped Berliner style Weiss from St. Arnold Brewing Company. What you talking about, Willis? Uh. Dunkel Weiss from Anger, which is how people in Alabama say anger. Uh, East meets West IPA from Treehouse Brewery. And the crowd goes wild. Not really. Ginger lager brewed with ginger and cayenne and fermented in oak from Surly Brewing Company. Oh, you missed the other five ingredients. Cayenne who? Oh, jeez. Raspberry Sunday. A spiced ale brewed with lactose, cocoa, vanilla, and raspberries. Rasp. Mike's favorite. Do they call it the, the pig brewery? trough? <laughs> wow, that was Easy. not Easy. Easy. That was actually that was unkind. No, that was like a thing at Thirty One Flavor. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the what was the name? Bresslers or whatever the ice cream parlor. They used to have like the pig trough. Did you like, say Bresslers? I don't know. Whatever. Breast, did you Breast say Breast pig trough? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you put like twenty scoops of ice cream in one Straight thing. From the you know? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. You remember okay. that? Yeah, yeah. they're too young uh, to remember right. that. Anyway, yes. we didn't have video games. That was right. The, yeah. yeah, we had to entertain ourselves with ice cream back then. Yeah. We knew. A, I knew a kid in high school. We called the pig trough. That was a different. <laughs> Whoa! I think we called it the dumpster or something. Though. Yeah, dumpster. I had a dumpster in high school. Uh, I don't like where this is going. Thai style iced tea brewed with lactose. Orange peel, tamarind, and star anus. Now, this is how metal music is warping people into making beer like this. McKellar. (laughs) West Coast Dippa, or double IPA for those of you initiated. Super stretch. From Boneyard Beer. And the white IPA with yuzu brewed with coriander, nutmeg, and surprisingly, yuzu. From Kajaki Brewery. Hi. Hi. So, as those of you can tell, this year's collaborative series um, version of Beer Camp is with. What? I know. (laughs) It's across the world. So, we've got six breweries from the United States and six breweries from overseas, um, which you could tell in Dave's descriptions. Will this make America great again? This probably. You can only hope. You can only hope. I don't know. I got no idea. Hashtag no oh idea. no. Beer may... Yeah. Hashtag oh no. May give good old boy Dave a stroke. <laughs> no, so this mm. episode is brought to us by. Sip suds and so sip suds and smokes the game. You can now you can be any one of your favorite good old boys or gals <laughs> as you try to build the ultimate collection of all good things in life. Is this good old boy Harmeet? Ah, he's tr- now trying a twenty-three year old pappy. Oh, sorry, Harmeet. That's actually a f- bottle of five dollar rot gut. Looks like you'll be headed straight to the bathroom. Now we see good old boy Caperton. He's got a prized uh, barrel-aged Saison. Whoops. Sorry, that's a macro lager. You go back to the start. Download Sip, Suds, and Smokes the Game wherever you can find really bad games. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Good old boy Caperton, why don't you read the Suds episode, the Suds rating things for <laughs> oh, today? Man. The Suds ratings things. Have we, we ever done this before? <laughs> it's my favorite thing to read. No, English, English isn't her first language, folks, okay. so just, just give her a break. <laughs> so anyway, we will be discussing and rating these beers with our highly scientific Suds ratings, plus our signature highly scientific belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. A rating of one. That sucks. Give me anything but a bud. A rating of two. Was that a belch? Rating of three. Ah, what a relief. Rating of four. A body should really not make that sound. And lastly, the highest rating for the most coveted beers 
is a rating of five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. <laughs> you know, it's like you really believed it. You know, when he I sold it there, it. didn't you, I? You really you, you I brought sold it. it. I can if do it. If there was like a an award for method acting, brought it. He puts I the meth. I brought it. I brought it. Did it? He put yeah. the meth in method would, acting. What would be the rating for it? It smells like a truck stop bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> seven negative. Its own special rating. Yep. Negative yep. two. Yep. I I think it's reserved it for only on one beer. The experiences you've had in truck stop bathrooms. Wow, man, <laughs> that would. Yeah. And, and would you call that across the world or around the world, Dave? <laughs> Depends on how much you're paying. Around the bowl. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Um, let's get to the beer. I Good didn't say boy. anything there, just yeah. for the record. <laughs> Good old boy, Dave. Yes. Yes. Please, 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 please. discuss your top three picks. Oh, he's he's going to get his one. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, my first pick is... The Atlantic style vintage ale from Fuller's. Oh yes, Fuller's. So they're calling their beer camp collaboration an Atlantic vintage ale, which combines elements from Fuller's robust vintage ales with some American style hopping techniques. They use plums in the brew to complement Fuller's naturally fruity yeast strain fruity. and bottle condition the beer for added longevity. This beer should age well in the bottle for years to come. Drink it now or stash away to revisit in the future. Yeah, I thought this was a really strong beer. Very nice malt backbone. The hopping was very even-handed, uh, not overdone. And I thought the f uh, plums brought a really nice uh, fruity finish to it. Kind of reminded me of Mike in that way. Fruity finish. Yep. I'm a big fan of uh, Fuller's and the kinds of beers they do. And uh, I gave this beer a four. We'll be back in just a minute. Rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads None too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Welcome back, everyone. We are discussing the Sierra Nevada Beer Camp 2017 Across the World. Good old boy Dave just finished his first of his top three. Oh, and I had a riveting question for the gentleman in the freaky hat over there. I just wanted to know if he was having a fuller's, if it was better than worse than the fuller's show that we did all over, filled with British, British accents that just were flowing fluidly for 52 <laughs> minutes previously. Mm. Wow, I understood like no words. <laughs> Good God. Uh, isn't that typical talking with somebody from, you know, oh, watch it. Watch it. Whatever. Our fans across the across the pond. Right. Hey, Caper and be real, there are no fans anywhere <laughs> on <laughs> any side of any pond. Fair enough. They're hitting fast forward right about now. Right about about five minutes ago. Fair enough. Um <laughs> so on the Fuller show, I mean, I know we covered like the classics like London Pride and uh their ESP. And those are both great beers. Um, but uh, I think this was uh, equal to those beers uh, for one reason, uh, America. That's right. Uh, this was, this had a little bit of America in it. MAGA. Yeah. So, uh, You're jealous of those hops, huh? Maybe. Maybe. Mm. I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. No, but I, I don't think the hops were overblown in this. It, it, was, it was kind of, uh, it showed the English constraint to me. Uh, and the way they handled this beer, everything was very balanced. They were very reserved <clears throat> people with just really bad food. And teeth. <laughs> wow. Well, let's just hate on everybody. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Once again. <laughs> okay. Um, good old boy, Dave. What was your second pick? Second pick. 
uh, was the dry hopped barley wine style from Avery. Hmm. Avery's founder, Adam Avery, was eager to brew this style and told us this story. Da, da, da. When I was a little boy. Uh, yeah. Sierra, Nev- <laughs> Sierra Nevada Bigfoot Barley Wine inspired him to try his hand at that style, leading him to the creation of Hog Heaven, which is an Avery brewing classic. The idea behind this beer for Beer Camp across the world is actually not to collaborate at all, but rather to brew the exact recipe for Sierra Nevada's Bigfoot and the exact recipe for Avery's Hog Heaven and blend the two distinct finished beers together and then bottle condition a new version of these two classic beers. The resulting brew is lovingly called Big Hog or Hog Foot, depending on the brewer's preference. You can taste the Hog Foot. Yes. And this is a 9.4% ABV beer. Ooh, dang. Um, it is every bit 9.4%. Uh, it, it, to me, this is like, uh, a double, double, double IPA. Uh, it's, it's got the caramel, uh, mall backbone, triple, double backspin with a whirly bird, uh, and, uh, and a really strong bittering hop, uh, to, to match with it. And um, I'm not always a fan of beers like this, but this one I thought was really well done. And I would like to actually maybe age this a little bit and see, let the let some of the hop fall back a little bit over time and see uh, if it smooths out anymore. But I, I really enjoyed this beer, and I gave it a three. And what is your third third of the three thirds all right let's get controversial everybody there's gonna be some discussions so my third is the ginger lager from surly in minnesota together they're brewing a lager infused with hot ginger and a touch of cayenne which emphasizes the ginger heat before fermenting on a blend of oak honeycombs and hops this may seem like an odd concept i mean let's be honest it is an odd concept but the finished beer more than makes up for the seemingly strange combination of flavors the ginger is bright and crisp the f- cayenne falls just below the heat threshold and the oak adds a delicate roundness to the finish this ultra crisp lager is very balanced and incredibly drinkable and will be one of the sleeper hits of the beer camp pack this one is 6.2 percent so i i think like most lagers this one is one that you would definitely want to drink cold um as it warms up a little bit i think it becomes a little muddled and the heat from the cayenne and ginger um, sort of take over a little bit. But um, when it was cold, uh, and even now I, I still enjoy it, I, th- I think the flavor of the ginger is very refreshing. Um, I think that anyone who doesn't like this is probably a jerk. So if you are if you don't like this beer, you're a jerk is what I'm saying. And um, I do not. Wow, somehow things prove themselves true, don't they? It's like I'm clairvoyant. Well, anyways, uh, I I thought this just had a nice uh, crisp flavor, and it was very different. Um, And I gave this beer a four. Hmm. Cool. Moving on. Quiddle Boy Caperton. Can we discuss your top three? Well, um... Can it, should I give these in a in a one two three order or in no particular order? I say two three one. Okay. <laughs> How about we start at the actually the bottom and work in the in the in the, since a couple of these beers overlap with Dave, the one beer that doesn't overlap with Dave, and we'll, we, that way we we will uh, read the description for the dry hopped Berliner Weiss from Saint Arnold. What you talking about, Willie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they wanted to make a beer that was a bit outside of both breweries' normal wheelhouses. So together (laughs) they chose to create a twist on the classic tart Berliner Weiss. They're playing off the slightly sour twang of the base beer by adding heaps of dry hop flavor to complement 
the tartness with citrusy and fruit-forward hop notes. The primary yeast strain is Sierra Nevada's famous Keller Weiss wheat beer yeast, which imparts notes of banana and clove, blending seamlessly with the hops to create a dry, white wine-like flavor that is as crisp and refreshing as anything they've ever tried. This one is 4.2%, and since they talked about hops so much, this uh, the bittering hops are saws and the finishing hops are saws and amarillo. Well, I yeah, that's I did not know the hops, but that that definitely explains a lot. That explains a lot. <clears throat> um, it was a, a little thin. I mean, as you would expect from a Berliner, um, and it, it's a it's a style that has seen a resurgence in the last few years and sort of been done to death. And and I think you know just to sort of inject a little creativity in the style maybe i i like what they did here with the hops i do the the noble hops sort of came through a little bit for me um it was uh super light and um and like i say i just really liked the uh, the combination of the hops and the tartness and i gave it a 4 uh, uh, yeah Okay. And yeah. your beer number two? Yes. Well, I really liked the Atlantic-style vintage ale as well. Um, that was the Fuller's uh, collaboration. It was malty, sweet, uh, just a ton of plum fruitiness and, and a nice uh, bitterness that I think sort of balanced everything out there for me anyway. Um, that, that I think really sort of iced the cake as far as I'm concerned, and I gave it as a four as well. You know, the one thing with uh, that beer that, if I had to say, uh, was catching up with them, if there was such a thing as a typecasting in a beer, yeah. this would be it. And I think that's what's a little difficult for me to wrap my head around is because those Fuller's beers have been around for so long, yeah. Yeah. and they are just, like, ingrained you know that they're they just don't venture off you know those recipes at right, all right and they're always so consistent and so you know spot on um i i think that's what was difficult for me to wrap my head around was it you know tasting it for what was in the glass but we i actually had the descriptions in front of us as we were going through those yeah. and i think that's part of what happened is Fuller goes this way, and I'm gesturing to my left. And I know you can see that <laughs> on the radio. Um, and you know, my taste buds just went in a different direction. Huh. And I was like, "What? This, this is not Fuller's, you know?" Because I just yeah. it, it's such a typecast, you know, taste profile. I'd like to give it a little time on the shelf, which I think they may have recommended, um, just to mm -hmm. see what happens there. Because it's, I, you know, I find it to be a pretty harmonious beer as is right now. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to change dramatically with aging. I think it's just going to get thinner if mm. I had to pick mm. anything. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I agree. So, for my third beer, dun, dun, dun. I as well chose the Dry Hop Barley Wine, um, which was the Avery collaboration. Um, certainly big, very punchy, you know, right there. Uh, well, as you would expect, right from mm -hmm. a from a barley wine, and uh, I like both the barley wines in question. Um, I'm not a particularly drawn to the style as much as others that I know, but uh, but I do really like those two. Um, and it was uh, a lot of toffee sweetness, which you would expect, and then just a gigantic gigantic citrus hoppy presence in that thing it was just unbelievable um and again i'd like to i'd like to um i'd like to let this age as well and see see what happens with this thing but i gave it a three moving on good old boy matt let's discuss your top three so for the first one we've pretty much talked about it a little bit the uh, dry hot berliner vice um when when the descriptor says it's outside of both breweries' normal wheelhouses, yeah. it is absolutely outside the wheelhouses. Um, I actually really like St. Arnold a lot, and I really like Berliner Berliner Weisses uh, and this Berliner style Weiss um, a lot. However, dry hopping, it just seems a little odd. 
and it, it is making it a little weird. Um, it's quite tart. It's still enjoyable. I would wish it was a little less dry hopped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I said, dry and enjoyable. And I do, and, and it is white wine like flavor. And I do give it a four. You know, uh, I I was really trying to think if I've ever had another dry hop blenderweiss. I've and, never had one, and it was you know the clip that we keep on playing is right on spot you know for this, which is what you talking about, Willie? I mean, <laughs> seriously, I just don't get you know the general concept of hopping a blenderweiss, and it just is such an unusual thing you would do. I mean, I would almost call it you're screwing it up, right? You know? It's quite it's pungent. A, and well, what is the well here? Let me just say, if I can interject, can I? <laughs> this will be. I, I have. I have. Too late. It's too late. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Ber- Berliners are typically would be traditionally served with a fruited syrup. Fruit That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, what would you compote. add? What would you so, add to this one? Nothing. Nothing. Well, I would, right? add, I would is, add something to yeah. cover up the hops. No, I absolutely. No, would. you're missing the point here. I think. Yeah, I think that. I think that is the point. Is that you're going to get. The fruity character from the hops instead. And it's just, it's sort of almost uh, a, uh, a logical uh, progression for uh, me. Well, I'm thinking it's America, man. We don't, you know, on, we don't man. do, yeah, we don't they, do traditions. I don't so. think the fruit compote that they put out in front is, I mean, they're apples and blackberries and peaches, you know, compote. It's not going to be anything that's going to be bitter and a citrus bomb, you know, like, I'm, you know, I'm drawing a blank would, on what you would normally have. What the wood, 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 raspberry, I think. Yeah, definitely raspberry. Yeah, you're going to get that kind of very. Uh, I like primal. what they did. I like this. Though. Well, anyway. I was I was just curious if any of you had thought of another. Uh, no, you know, dry hopped uh, blender rice, or Mm-mm. was it nope. just me that I'm sitting here racking my brain, going, "Yeah, no, I can't think of one I've ever had before besides this one today." So oh, it was pretty good. I think it got better as it warmed up. Yeah, it's in that mm. same it's in that same conversation though. We had just about filler fullers though, which is. You have that tradition. You have that when somebody says, I'm going to serve you a blenderweiss, you have this concept. And even if you're combining it with fruit compote, it's like, this is the way we all hold our hands and walk down, you know, this, this might be this interesting if you, if you served it to somebody and didn't tell them what it was. So I agree. So that I think a blind test. Yeah. I think that would have done. I, I actually think that would have done this a great service. To All right, not we'll turn say, the uh, turn the recorder off. We'll, we'll <laughs> back up, and it'll be a blind tasting. Mike, <laughs> just what's in this glass? You know, and I would have said, you know, at the end of it, um, after I've had this, I would have said, "What you talking about, Willie?" Right, that's what exactly <laughs> I would have said. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I interjected. You well, had a couple fine. more to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my second one's uh, East Meets West IPA by Treehouse Brewery. I myself to Tom Brady. Yes. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yes. That's exactly how it tasted, too. Um, that's an IPA. Oh, of wow. course. Of course. They're blending two approaches to the IPA in this East Meets West IPA. Sierra Nevada's malt body and profile was blended with the heavy-handed very late topping schedule employed by Treehouse to create a new hybrid IPA, lightly bitter and heavy with citrus-like hop flavor. This puppy is 7%, and the bittering hop is Simcoe. The finishing hops are, of course, Citra and Mosaic. So, you're combining citrus and pine hops. It is a weird combo. Hmm. It is, however, it is balanced. It's not not a hop bomb that... I didn't really know what I was going to get. Well, there's no lupulin in this. Yeah. So that that's part of the reason that no werewolves were harmed in the making. <laughs> Thank of goodness. Thank goodness. I thought citrus and pine is what a West Coast IPA was. That's what this is. East meets West right, Coast. Right. So. <laughs> so is this like a just pointing that out Minnesota IPA or yeah. where is like the West Coast? Now? What's the middle? Midwest Coast? Like Indiana? <laughs> this is a Midwest Coast beer, yo. Indiana? Yes. IPA. Probably stuck with people with fake British accents. <laughs> anyway. We threw you off. Yeah, Sorry. threw you Sorry. off. I think Sorry. we're done with this beer now. I give it a four. <laughs> I give it a four. <laughs> we hurt, man. Okay, so my last one is the Raspberry Sunday Ale brewed with lactose, cocoa, vanilla, and raspberries by the brewery. Yes, they're considering this a spiced ale. This 
Uh, beer features raspberry, cocoa, and vanilla, in addition to lactose and unfermentable sugar, for those that don't know, that adds a richness and a sweetness, helping to blend and meld the flavors of this ultra-complex beer together. It's been a true pleasure to work with the artists at the brewery, using ingredients and techniques outside of our normal wheelhouse. We will make history, or we will die trying. Yep. Speaking of dying trying. And this is 8%. Uh, Juliet, is this the first time this beer has been made? Ever. Ever. In life. Ever. Okay. So this is absolutely the fidget spinner of the case. What did you say? Fidget, fidget spinner. spinner. I don't think you Clearly, can. you don't you're not hyped up with the kids because that's what that's I the thing. That is the thing. Yeah. This is absolutely a trendy experimental beer. Um it's not bad, slightly sweet, maybe even a dessert beer. Absolutely experimental. I I don't see this being a year round ever. Lots of chocolate. Yes. So much raspberry, so much cocoa. Those were the two the two flavors I really got the most out of it. You got any thoughts? Well, I'll talk about those in a, in a minute. Okay, oh, okay. Well I'll give it a He's th- got thoughts. I give it a three. I have thoughts. And I figured out where I remember this flavor profile from. Well then He met a girl boy, once uh, in uh Vegas. <laughs> Certain amount of body lotion. <laughs> Truck stop. <laughs> well, yeah, was, so he was very fruity. <laughs> uh, so actually, the the Raspberry Sunday is uh, not in my top three. I thought. Oh, How I dare like, you interrupt what? me and not no, have no, anything no. to say about I, it? I, but the thing is, is I remembered where that flavor profile came. The name of the place was Ferrell's. That was the name of the ice cream parlor oh, that they okay. served the pig yeah, trough in. Yeah, in the pig know, trough. So I know none of your pre-show back, back, then. back yeah, to the pig right. trough. Pre-show reference. But I, you know, the th- I agree with what you said. I can about tell that. already you are going to get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> but that beer really captured, you know, a lot of my attention, and because I just I thought it was interesting how true to the description they had done. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, this, and I know a lot of people are not lac- fans of lactose and beer, but I really thought this was one of those times where the beer really fit the description and the, and the title of the beer really well. There so, is no false advertising. Absolutely not. If you want a raspberry Sunday, buy the raspberry Sunday. And with that, we will be back it's in just, just a minute. Destination. But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We are in the middle of a brewery takeover. Um, and this the middle pro- of something. Well, <laughs> and this right. one is kind of special. Stuck in the middle with you. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's the Sierra Nevada Beer Camp 2017 across the world. <laughs> and at this point of the episode is when good old boy Mike discusses his top three. Oh, boy. This is when we actually drive into that brick wall. (laughs) Too late. So uh, I think we'll stick with the theme here. And let's cover uh, one of the beers that we have not introduced yet. I think, did we... Do we do the white IPA with no, you? No, no. All right. Yet. Well, this is, uh, we'll start right there, and I'm going to let you uh, introduce this beer for us, Joey Hong. Aw, thanks, Dad. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> a little weird. Okay. We Hitoshino that you were not going to call them in <laughs> Most popular beer is their white ale, as so you know, you could see it around. Um, so it was a natural starting point for this collaboration. We opted to add hops, as we are known to do, and made a white IPA based on the flavor profile of the white beer. Now, Quich, 
Kuchi suggested incorporating the use of yuzu, Uchi, Uchi. which is a small Asian citrus fruit, into the brew. And we found the bright lime-like tartness perfectly accentuated the flavors of hops and the spicy notes of the classic Whitbeer yeast. So, this one is 7%. The bittering hops were Centennial, and the finishing hops were Comet, Centennial, Citra, and Eureka. Wow. Uh, really? Eureka. I found it. Brilliant. Mm. Hi. Welcome to a talk about a Japanese beer. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, go there, we go. there we go. There we go. You know, he's very good. <laughs> hi. Hi. Very good. Hi. That East Asian expansion we were planning on is yes. pretty much shot in the foot now. Uh, banned from a whole country, yes. <laughs> banned once again. That's right. <laughs> so uh, the thing that I love about this, it is right in the wheelhouse for um, Hitoshino's uh, nest. <clears throat> um, you know, the thing is, uh, I ran across, excuse me a second. You know, a lot of people... Uh, they struggle to find uh, Japanese beers that really have great appeal for them. And one is there's really not a, a very broad range of beers that are actually made, you know, in Japan. Most people know. Ichiban. Uh, yep. Or Sapporo mm-hmm. or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of well-known macro brands uh, that hit wide distribution. But this, when people ask me about a craft beer style beer in the Japanese market, this is it. Um, it's traditionally, it's been very soft. It's been, um, uh, I, I don't know if the base is wheat, but it, it has a lot of the same, you know, qualities with the with a wheat, you know, malt bill, you know, around it, mash bill, I'm sorry. Um the so I really think this is if they were to take that beer to a new level and actually do something um not you know, outside of their normal uh, flavor profile, that's what I really loved about this. And um the coriander was a very nice touch and I thought fit very well um, with a lot of things that you would find, you know, in the same style. The uh, the nutmeg, I was not a fan of, <laughs> but I'm not a fan of nutmeg in a lot of beers. Um, but the yuzu that was in here, I thought brought just a little bit something to kind of kick your, fla- you know, your, um, your experience just a little off kilter and go, Hey, you know, you're having something you haven't had before. So, um, I really loved it. I thought it was soft and I had lots of flavor. I think you'd be, um, I think, I think this would be a great thing to pick out of the pack and enjoy. So, um, my such rating for the white IPA with Yuzu from Gucci brewery is a three. Did you get a lot of nutmeg from it? I did not get a lot of nutmeg. No, there wasn't, but there was enough to be offensive for Okay, me. I got you. I got Mike, you. Mike is very sensitive to nuts. Absolutely you know, hates nuts. I always think of which like Santa's elves are holding yeah. hands every time somebody says something that's, you know, out of a mistletoe bomb. So, um, hmm. the, uh, so the other two beers we uh, have introduced already, so I'll get to uh, talk about these. The first one is... Uh, a brewery that I know very well, which is Treehouse, um, out of uh, Western Massachusetts. I um, touched myself to Tom Brady. I, I <laughs> have met a lot of people in that line at Treehouse that have that's their theme song, you know. Um, Brady. Yeah, yeah. That they Brady's touch them, theme song. No, they touch themselves with Tom Brady. Oh, okay. So, um, if you want to learn more about uh, you know Treehouse beers, we've had uh, some good shows on Treehouse beers previously. Or touching yourself. To Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that Next sound episode. clip was that's, actually that's from the, the Trillium show. I show so. um, but, uh, you know, I really thought this was right in their wheelhouse. Um, of uh, you know, I'm very familiar with this hot profile, and I really thought it was uh, very indicative of what they would bring to the table. Um, you know, they are well known for also applying a lot of uh, lupulin powders to several things they make. Probably the juggernaut within the treehouse lineup is Julius, um, as well as King Julius are probably the the ones that are you know really hold a lot of that taste profile for treehouse. So I like the fact that they kind of ventured outside that very you know traditional hot profile that they have brought in so many different beers. They're moving into a fantastic production brewery 
And I can't wait for the rest of the world to actually experience a lot of things that Treehouse will be producing. So I'm ready. Yeah, I think I think a lot of you are going to get to know these beers over time. I really thought this was fabulous. Uh, East meets West IPA from Treehouse Brewery. My sedge rating for that is a four. Uh, uh, uh. All right, then. And the third one. The third one is uh, a beer we've already talked about quite a bit. It is from Avery. It is the dry hopped uh, barley wine. Pigfoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think I think part of what uh, you know, I when I I picked this up, I the thing is is that Hogshead, you know, just really jumped out at me and and i was like wow this is a split between hogshead and maharaja dude if a hogshead jumped out at me i think i'd probably have a heart attack Mm -mm. you know i just i should say the big hog and hogfoot is is the name of those beers you should call it pigfoot um (laughs) this is just very avery like you know um i their hot profile is a little a burnt um, and I love the bitterness mm. that tends yeah. to come off when I, especially when I pick up Maharaja, it's like, wow, hello, old friend. And I just love that hot profile from that beer and I have for a long, long time. Yeah. But I like that this is actually pushing the bounds into, uh, bringing a lot more sugar into the play as a barley wine with that hot profile. And I think that that allowed them to, dry hop this and actually infuse it with more and more on the back end and to the point where they go i don't i think that's enough no no no. add, add, add a fo- another five pounds you know and i can almost see the process that they were going through you know they were going that's enough that's not 11. enough yeah so i think somebody was in there going that's enough stop and it really it's a wonderful balance you know between all of this I know it was a little tough for Matt to kind of wrap his head around. Mm-hmm. You know, he this. cried. Um, Very sad face. But I really thought that uh, the dry hopping actually kicked this up to uh, a new level. Um, and I, I, uh, I really enjoyed this. Hmm. I think this did well in the beer camp uh, series. I think this would be a wonderful addition in a perennial uh, offering from Avery yeah. as well. A couple of these beers. I actually. hope they. I hope they come back to this. Even if they made it like once every three or four years, there'd be a, a whole line of people that would uh, get this, including me. So, uh, for the dry hop barley wine style or <laughs> barley wine style ale from Avery Brewing, my such rating is a four. Uh, We're calling it Pigfoot. <laughs> I love it. And now for the top six beers that Juliana's got on the table. Uh-oh. Here we go. She yeah. has so many cups in front of her. <laughs> yep. You can only see all her special She brought children. them all, all 12 I down here. I know. It's just a one-hour show. <laughs> I know. I know. So I have to be quick about it. Um, Two segments. There are some that you guys have already discussed that I'm just going to briefly say something. Oh, gee. Um, no. The water <laughs> I- add whipped cream to the raspberry briefly. Sunday? Right, right, right. right. Okay. The water IPA with Yuzu, I gave it a four. I really enjoyed it, and I think it's a really awesome gateway for people to try some Japanese-style beers. Um, yeah. I thought it's really great, and I, I think it's going to give them a lot of fans. Domo moshi, moshi. The Raspberry Sunday from the brewery, I also really like that. I gave that one a four as well. Um, very trendy. Now, is this something that would stand the test of time? Probably not. But for what it is now, they're doing a great job. That whole lactose thing, milkshake thing. Yep, yay, great. Okay. And the East Meets West IPA with Treehouse. Awesome, awesome beer. Yeah. Um, I I like that there was a just a bit of haziness. I think I was the only one at the table that had haziness in the glass, but Mm -hmm. I thought, yep, this is a good blend of West versus East. Okay. So now we're gonna talk about three other beers. <laughs> yes. I see what okay. you did there. Snuck <laughs> it in on us. Been in the rules. We watched her the whole time and she's still <laughs> like She's being in. uncharacteristically concise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the West Coast double IPA from, with a, is a collaboration with Boneyard. It was a given that when Sierra Nevada and Boneyard joined forces to make a beer, they're going to get you a certain type of an IPA. Together, they're brewing an intense West Coast style double IPA heavy with the classic hop carry that defines both of their beers. It features mosaic, Simcoe, Centennial, and Citra in ridiculous amounts, sure to please the hop heads within all of us. This one is only 8.2%, which I thought was interesting for a double IPA. Um, the bittering hop is Cascade, and then it's finished with mosaic, Citra, Simcoe, and Centennial. It also has farm distilled hop oil 
Oh, Ooh, now we got it. So that's why I wrote down the word hop attack. Yes. Okay. So I. It's aggressive. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I like it when someone says it's only eight point two percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah. I didn't want to bring double. that up, but yeah. So yeah. I am not a tremendous West Coast IPA kind of girl. I'm really more of the New England style, and that's not just because I'm from that neck I of the woods. I touch myself to Tom Brady. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no. Now I can name some hockey players, but that's a whole oh different God. story. Whoa. Go Preds. Go Preds. Go Preds. Go Preds. We yeah. are done. You know but, Ronnie Al's in a wheelchair, right? <laughs> but I thought for hey, don't make fun of girls. <laughs> she liked me so much. Right up to that you point. You are gonna get on my nerves. <laughs> too late. It's way too late. But I think for all of the hop fans out there and there are many of you many of you this one is going to be your favorite beer because it is a hop attack and if you're into west coast ipas this thing is just phenomenal for what it is okay um this would be i gave this a three now the second one that i want to discuss is the Campout porter um, which is a collaboration with Garage Project, and they are from Wellington, New Zealand. Okay, so a I thought that was an interesting um, collaboration to begin with. Kiwis, so, eh? yeah, so they're playing off the camping theme of beer camp with a beer that they're calling the Camp Out Porter that evokes the flavors of marshmallows toasted over an open fire. The beer features special ingredients such as malt smoked over manuka wood, which is a native tree to New Zealand, and manuka honey. Additionally, it contains beechwood honey from California and Tahitian vanilla beans to reflect the sweet and roasted notes we were looking for in this collaboration. This is 7.7%. I thought this was a great beer. It's smoky. It's roasty. um, There's a little hint of sweetness with the marshmallow. To me, this is what being out in a campfire is. Dad, can you deliver some pizza so I can actually taste the smoked beer? (laughs) <laughs> what? That made zero I sense. Get, I get nothing from that, Mike. That what did nothing. that mean? What did that mean? It doesn't pizza matter. It doesn't matter. Haven't you have pizza delivered out in the woods while you're camping? No. Sorry, no, we're no. not. Clearly really? not. Rich, pampered white people. <laughs> Clamping with Mike. Yes. yes. Okay. Anywho. Just any, look for any, the, uh, yes. It was just, a very smoky beer. Just I'll, look for I'll the giant, luxurious it, it needs, a, it needs something really... A very heavy meal, you know, like pasta or cheese yeah, or yeah. something, you know, to get through it. So, anyways, I really enjoyed it. It reminded me all that I like about camping, you know, as a kid, especially. Mosquito and bites. I gave this a four. What's your seventh beer, Julia? Snipe Hunt. Actually, it's six. <laughs> But he's counting. Yeah. So, beery, 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 beery. Yeah. Okay. So, the one I'm going to discuss is the one that I'm going to get reamed for the most. Oh, the most. I'm ready. I'm Wait, ready. have we been reaming you so far? Reamer. That's the got question. My reamer ready. You're seriously going to pick? Oh, my goodness. Do it. Do it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh. So, this is the Thai style ice cream. Yes. <laughs> Just Such listen a contrarian. To me. Just listen. To Such me. a contrarian. <laughs> yes. Listen. Listen, okay. kids, when you hear after she goes through this, if you want to know what the definition of pylon is, this is the definition of pylon. Okay. Just, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm all ears. Dave, I'm all... Take your finger off the button. Okay. No, leave, keep it going. I, want, the whole time. I wanted to like this beer. Keep yeah. it going the whole time. Okay. So McKellar has opened several world class craft beer bars all over the world, most recently in Asia. So they wanted None to apply. Of them serve this beer. <laughs> they wanted to apply this globe trotting take to our collaboration. Beer. Mm. They found inspiration in a classic Thai iced tea, spiced tea, and condensed milk, classic, oh ubiquitous to Thai restaurants. Um, it's an amber ale with black tea, sweet orange uh. peel, tamarind, and star anise with uh. lactose added for a full and creamy mouthfeel. You can taste now, the star anise. <laughs> this is 7.2%. I know. There's a lot going on with this beer, but I applaud it for what they were trying to do. Okay. Really? Yes. Okay. Too much. Okay. Too much. I do. Is this like a participation trophy yeah. or what? <laughs> well, everybody I mean, this is our sixth favorite beer. 
It's I thought, favorite, right? I Everybody thought showed for up. what it was, it was cool. Now, would I drink this all the time? Well, heck no. Would you drink it ever again? Never. Never. In yes, because the there's one more bottle. But <laughs> that being said, I mean, I gave it a three, but I thought kudos for trying something really sure. outside of the box. Sure. The anus. Star anus. We should figure out who we're going to give that bottle to. <laughs> Not who a friend. We, who do we hate? Not I'm a friend. Keeping it. Well, ladies and gents, <laughs> that wraps it up for this wonderful trip around the world. Across with, the across world. Across the world oh with many Around the world beer. later. We'll never You're get welcome. There. You're we'll welcome. All right. There. We hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud. Tune in. Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback, not after this episode. <laughs> and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And don't forget that our daily tasting notes... Flow like my my overfilled bladder on Twitter every day at oh Sip Sud Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Hey, you can uh, do something to help us out. I know you had a great time listening to this show. Take the time to hop onto your favorite online outlet, especially iTunes. Give us a five star rating and leave us a quick review, and that would be a great big help to us. Okay, casting off, good old boy Dave. Hey, uh, hit me up at leave the cork in at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Go to Boy Caperton. Call me back anytime you guys have a 12 beer show. <laughs> <laughs> Good old boy, Matt. No more dry rot shoe beer, please. <laughs> Good old boy, Mike. Do you think that they actually sell that Thai beer in a case style? I mean, I, I got like somebody I want to send that. So, <laughs> somebody at Gitmo? Yep. Hey, this is Good old boy. <laughs> somebody at. Come back, join us once again. Keep on sipping. This is good old gal Juliana. You can reach me at audiokitty at sipsudsmokes.com. Keep on chuggling, guys, and we'll see you next time. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.